Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcasts 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360. Today, we're speaking with a researcher who is presenting her team's latest study at CHEST 2021. Her name is Dr. Soontari Congaree, and she is a fellow at the University of Connecticut School of Medicine. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Congaree. To start, can you give us a brief overview of the study you presented at CHEST 2021? Yeah, absolutely. Our research study is about the lactic acid, which is a serum marker and outcome in intermediate risk of submassive pulmonary embolism. This type of PE, so is the PE without hypotension or the right heart dysfunction. And we know that 5 to 6.5% of this population actually decompensate to massive or high-risk PE. Who is at risk for decompensation? Nowadays, we have the um, prognostic uh, or risk stratification tool, uh, which is the BOVA score that can predict the mortality uh, in 30 days for um, submassive pulmonary embolism, but it does not include the serum lactic acid, which is actually um, generally used in other diseases like uh, sepsis to predict morbidity and mortality, as well as the um, hemodynamic decompensation. So what we did, uh, we looked back at the data um, for the patients um, who were admitted at uh, John Dempsey Hospital at University of Connecticut for 54 patients admitted with a submassive PE. And take a look at the serum lactic acid and the outcomes, uh, which includes the death, uh, hemodynamic decompensation, uh, and respiratory failure. And we found significant association between uh, serum lactic acid and the outcomes, uh, including the hemodynamic decompensation, the needs of oxygen, the need of um, invasive ventilation, non-invasive ventilation, and death. So in summary, our study um, result indicating that serum lactic acid is associated with the um, hemodynamic uh, decompensation, uh, death, and respiratory failure in submassive PE. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And did any specific patient characteristics impact those results? Not really. So on average, uh, for the age, 66 years old, um, maybe slightly male predominance, but we didn't find any race or ethnic group or any subgroup that would have more trends like towards uh, this fighting. Great. So then what would you say are the clinical takeaway messages from your study and how can healthcare providers implement those into their practice tomorrow? Sure. Like I said, from our study, um, the lactic acid indicates the risk of hemodynamic uh, decompensation, um, the risk of uh, respiratory failure, and also death um, in submassive intermediate risk PE. And this should be obtained routinely in all um, submassive PE in clinical practice, it could be integrated into the prognostic tools um, to guide the treatment in submassive intermediate risk PE, which is pretty much in the gray zone um, in terms of the treatment, um, in addition to um, anticoagulation right now. Um, for example, like the thrombolytic therapy or the catheter-directed thrombolytic therapy. 
Mm-hmm, absolutely. You had mentioned that it would impact the treatment options. Can you talk a little bit more about that? So we know that for a um, massive PE, right? So with the patient who has a significant um, hemodynamic comp- decompensation, like hypotension or cardiac arrest, the treatment is the thrombolytic therapy, right? So for the submassive PE, it's not like massive PE yet. And the based on current evidence, we don't know if we um, give those patients the thrombolytic therapy or um, catheter directed thrombolytic therapy would help in terms of the outcomes or you know uh, prevent death. Again, like we need more um, prognostic factors, tools like to determine um, this population in order to um, determine those kind of advanced treatment. Um, in addition to the anticoagulation, which is the mainstay therapy of any types of PE. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so what is the next step in your research in this area? Having um, lactic acid as a validated um, prognostic factor to aid in determining um, outcomes and treatment in submassive intermediate PE would be very helpful. So we need more study, especially with a larger like sample size uh, to validate this finding in order to develop those prognostic tools. Great. Is there anything else that you wanted to add or any final thoughts? I am hopeful that we can get more data and develop more um, you know, like validated prognostic tools like in this population, because I said nowadays that we have like a lot of treatment in addition to just the anticoagulation for PE, but we don't know um, who is the, you know, the ideal candidates that we should um, consider that. Great. Thank you so much for speaking with me today and answering all my questions. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a pleasure.